go ahead and, and kick it. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Um, it has been said time and time again that freedom is the foundation of morality. But is it? Should society have restrictions? If there are no codes, no laws, no restrictions, and anarchy abounds, where does that leave us? We have called for the reallocation of police funds to mental health and training. Fair. We have called for the acceptance of all types of people, love, religion, expression. Also fair. And at this juncture in the game, why do we still have so many complaints? What is the price that we pay for unabated life? Better yet, if we have a common belief system, how do we get so far off the rails? The bottom line is that rebellious behavior and disregard for social norms is a double-edged sword, and now the blade has began to cut the owners. Let's talk about it. Tonight, we are joined by screenwriter, director, author of the book, Porn, Jay Burroughs, to unpack it. Put the children to bed. Grown-ups need to talk. This is your weekly Grown shot of Sam. Man this is Lodge. Grown Man Logic. <laughs> Yeah, we gon' stick to that shit like a barnacle. Can't make a change unless you accept you accountable. Transformations, adaptations, sort of make you feel uncomfortable. So we spark conversation, break it down until it's logical. Hey, yo, check it, here's your weekly shot of sanity. Unapologetic, bet it tone down your vanity. Nope, no candy coat, we up the pressure. Grab a cup of joe and think critically about your efforts with some... What's up, everybody that's taking a seat at the grown-ups table? Jake Burroughs. Let's uh let's 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 begin to unpack it like this. What is the definition of morals or morality in your own words? Being honest with yourself first and foremost. Um if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anybody else. So that goes being like I used to always tell my daughter, what is integrity? And she would say, doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Simple and plain. You know, you see, um, I'll give you a, a quick example. I'm walking behind somebody, and I see somebody go in their pocket, money falls out on the floor. I have a choice to make. Do I pick up the money and keep it moving, or do I go up to the person, tap them, and be like, listen, you drop this. I do unto my brother as I want done unto me. So I tap him on his back and like, hey, you drop this. And the appreciation in his face for him, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know... Could that have been his last? Did he have plans for it? What the purpose was, you know, behind that? I don't know. It wasn't part of my question. It was just doing the right thing because nobody else is looking. Was I always like that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Stay, stay, no. Listen, listen, we, we, we got all night. I'm, I'm, I'm in there. E, so, e talk to us. Uh, and wait a minute for morals and standards. That's what you said. Morality. Your def the, the definition of morality in, in my your own, own words. Morality. Morality is in my own. Mm, my morality is morale is pretty much what gets you going, right? What keeps you going, and and what make who make what makes you who you are. Your morals is what you stand on, or is that laurels? 
No, no, no. So you're, you're, when we're talking morality, we're talking about like your moral code, like your compass, the thing that you use to calibrate to ensure that you're doing the quote unquote right thing. And I say quote unquote uh, because in, in today's society, in today's time, right, everybody has their own definition of what the right thing is. Uh, what's up, Zilla? Thank you for joining. Thank you. Crazy uh, podcast. Crazy sneak. And, and pretty crazy podcast. Uh, welcome to the grown up table. Um, so when I say that, I'm saying like everybody has their own definition of what the right thing is. We're gonna we're gonna so, get so, into so the morality. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, so I the morality, the code, the code that I live good. by is the code that makes me feel good. Like as as in uh, Jay's um, example of the, the you know brother dropping his money. Now old me, how much did he drop? <laughs> New me, hey man, you know I know times is hard. I'm a family man. That 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 fifty he dropped, that might be for his. It, that might be for Junior's lunch. Junior needs some new sneakers. Blah 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 blah. Whatever the case may be. Hey brother, you dropped this. Hey man, hey appreciate it. Here you go. No, no, it's not about that. You know, because I know how I would feel. So, I pretty much my moral code is what I live by. As Jay said, I would want it done the same to me. So I dropped. I I lost my whole wallet. I lost my whole wallet, and long story short, somebody picked it up. The the I always keep one dollar in my wallet. I don't keep I don't keep cash, but somebody returned it to me, and that raggedy ass dollar that was in my wallet was still there. So I'm still reaching out to that young fella. If you hear this or you come across this, yo, hit me up. Um, I got something for you, brother, because you didn't have to do that. Because all of my cards. Credit cards, debit, bank cards, driver's license, veteran ID, all of that was in there. And he did not have to sit up there and return it. He took he took it to my house and dropped it in the mailbox. <laughs> he, he, he returned it because it was only one hey. dollar. <laughs> if you'd have, if you'd have, if you'd have had a couple I, I don't do, there, I don't do that. Kids, yeah, yeah, kids to keep you from having cash on you. Trust me. Trust me. No, no, that's a that's a fact. It's also a good budgeting uh, tactic. Uh, in, in addition to to building you up for life, you understand what I'm saying? Like you know, balance and budgets and things like that. All right, cool. So now we've established what a moral code is. Why do why do we have so much conflict, right? Because it seems like that life should be simple, right? It seems like that it should be, hey, look, be kind and don't take shit, and that should be it, right? <laughs> that, that those those should be like society's laws, right? Like and but why we have everybody beefing with everybody? We have, um, you know, uh, ra racial supremacists. We have, you know, both black and white. We have, you know, uh, hom hom homosexuals. Uh, you know, the LBGT community, and they're beefing with the world, right? We have, you know, what I'm saying Russia beefing with Ukraine. We got uh, communism versus democracy. What? Where? Where is this getting lost? At? It's overcorrection. That's where it's getting lost. Overcorrection, right? You know, shout out to the Alphabet community. Appreciate y'all for not canceling the boy. Um, the overcorrection in society has, it, it's the strongest, it's the, it's the loudest and the strongest, right? So our moral compass is lost. Our compass is, our compass is off simply because, we're over, because of overcorrection. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. God damn it. 
Jake? I think that society has a way of making us accept things because they wear us down. You remember back in the early, in television, let's talk about television, in the early 80s, it was unacceptable for someone to be smoking on TV. You may get a little bit of, remember when you looked at I Love Lucy, they slept, we were married, but they slept in separate beds. You looked at shows like The Honeymooners, they weren't never even showing Alice and, um, I mean, um, yeah, Alice and this dude going to bed at all. They would get dressed, but you never seen them go to bed together. You see what I'm saying? It was a thing where it's gradually brought to you and fed to you. Okay, you take a little bit of this medicine here, and then we're going to give you a little bit more. But we keep upping the dosage every time we give it to you. So you become used to a certain point. And this is what society is accepting. And then now when you rebel against it, you are the outcast. You're the one that everybody wants to cancel. Everybody points the finger at you because you think differently than the norm. You know, you can get a drone to go along with anything, but a critical thinking man, you can't because he's always going to buck against the system. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. Jay, Jay, you're right. Because the very first, like, the very first people to ever be in bed together was the Flintstones, uh, Fred and Wilma. They were the first people mm -hmm. ever on television to be shown in the same bed together. Mm -hmm. So it's a car Absolutely. it's a cartoon version. Okay. Nobody no there was no backlash. Okay, let's up it up. You know, let's take it up a notch. Right? And now we're mm -hmm. at a point where Ow. commercials are very inclusive with everyone. You see mom and dad, you see mom. dad and dad, mom and mom, uh interracial, biracial couples you know, all on, in commercials now. So everything is, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's inclusive and everything. And it's, you're right. The dosage nope. from the time that we grew up to now, mm -hmm. we couldn't see that on TV when we were younger at all. Like, yo, what's, what's going on? Like the cancel culture wasn't alive back then. I think we started that shit. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, so, so, all right. So, so if that's the case then, right. And they, they tested out on cartoons, right. And and here's the thing. So I, I watched this um, this reel earlier, right? And and people were uh, calling calling this guy like uh, like a homophobe, and uh, you know what I'm saying? All these things, right? And basically, his point was his point was people who choose to you know have sex, right, in a manner in which they cannot conceive children, right? How is it? How is it that they have influence over what to tell other people's children? In other words. In other words, like you choose to partner with, you know, the same sex, right? It, you cannot have children, yet your agenda is being pushed in school on other people's children. And, and, and it got me thinking, so do you, do you think what role or how big of an influence does parents have in, in teaching morality or establishing a moral code? Now, but here's the thing with that. If you, as a parent, what you do in your household it starts by you. You control what comes into your home. Unless you allow, you, you have to allow these things to come into your home. Outside programming is one thing, but if I'm sitting here as the foundation of my household, my children are small, so they're influenced by me. You know, you remember when, let's take Boys in the Hood. 
Remember when um, Furious was instilling all this stuff into his son? When his son came to school, he repeated, regurgitated everything that his father taught him. The teacher told him one thing. He stood up in the middle of the class and said, no, that's not right. My daddy said, we come from Africa. This is this, this is that. They said, well, do you want to teach the class? Yes, because I, I know exactly what he said, and he proved it. And now I'm going to prove it to you, because that came from his father. His father cut out all the outside world that was going on around him. This is what you need to know. This is what I'm going to instill into you. But because we don't have that anymore, you're sitting your kids in front of the television, then you're allowing certain things in. If you're sitting your kids in front of, they got headphones on all day, you're allowing things in. Your word is not law anymore in your own home. It's the people on TV that's the law now. So, so we, we we're pretty much we're pretty much letting television raise our children, right? So, especially YouTube. Let me tell you something. I I get into an argument daily about YouTube and the shh, no. The kids right there. I, I, well, I, no, I just want to go on record to say that uh, you know, YouTube has never done anything. <laughs> I greatly appreciate the platform that they provide for us, and uh, the views of you know that one guy down there, not necessarily the views of all male press. All right, all right. Anyway, <laughs> YouTube, you know, I, I have a young, I have a small child. Everything they hear on YouTube. I, I think I told Jay, you don't know this. I told me and Dewan spoke about this. I had a whole I had a whole argument about Bluetooth. Long, long time ago, mm -hmm. there was a there was a king with a Bluetooth and he created Bluetooth right now. And mm -hmm. that ain't the argument you want to have at seven o'clock in the morning. And I need to shut the fuck up And I didn't want like I felt Personally, I felt that I had failed as a parent. Like, like I, I, I was shamed. I was very shamed. Well, I mean, so so here's the thing, right? Like, and, and here's my belief system on it, right? As as many as many red pills as I swallow, right? As many pause, right? as many as many red pills that are on my prescription, right? Like, I'm 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 extremely liberal when it comes to like a moral compass, right? Like I, like I said in the monologue, if you if you don't hurt anybody or infringe upon somebody else's rights, you should be able to do what you want to do, right? So you know Kyrie Irving believes that the Earth is flat. Um, you know him and that that entire movement, right? The even on on January 6th with the, uh, the 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 stuff that happened up in D.C. and the Capitol and things of that nature, right? Like I didn't necessarily agree what was going on, but I, but I understood. The, the rioters had a had a point. They had a they very much had a point, right? Whereas they they were acting as you know what the United States of America did to England, right? They were upset with the government and they tried to overthrow it, right? So like they had a point, regardless if you agree or disagree. So, but you know those those uh, sources of friction, they they come from somewhere and inside the household and YouTube and you know TV or or what have you, right? If they're raising the children then why, why is it that we're not sitting down and having conversations with these kids saying, hey, look, uh, this, this is out there. Here's the responsible way to do it. Here's, you know, the pros and the cons and allowing that person to become that person. Okay, hold on, hold on. So okay. 
I have conversations with my children all the time, right? But you know, it's certain things about children, even with us. You know, if mom and dad sitting up there going down on us, sometimes we ain't. It, it sounds like that, you know, Charlie Brown that wah 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 wah, right? Because we we're, we're preaching it all the time. It's when they get that outside influence when they were like, oh, something's different. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I be I go on record and I say this: I want my kids to fail. I want my kids to fail just to learn, just to understand that what I told you, I, I gave you the right direction. You chose to do this. These are the consequences of it. You know, shout out to my daughter because I know she's going to hear this. Don't do this because XYZ is going to happen. XYZ happens. Dad, ba 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 Baby, I told you, you were right. So our, I, I, I believe that our children need to learn failure. We can be successful as much as we want in life and teach our children all the tools that they need to succeed. But if they don't know failure, then they won't know how to how bounce back and proceed and, and be successful at that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. So Jay, let, let me, let me, before you jump in, let me, let me pivot to you real quick because in, in chapter one of your book, mm -hmm. right? I, it's, it's titled, Planting the, the seed of infection in the mind, body, and the soul, right? And, and this is kind of um, what's what's up, Dominic? Dominic NY. Um, so that's that's what you said, right? That, that so, and you were kind of talking about you know how the mind began to become infested, right? Like and uh, you know, kind of where it all started, and you know where you know your your addiction and your your struggle yeah. with with porn. Like you, you you talked about that and where it started, right? So if that's the case, right? That's not just like a specific thing, right? That's kind of like across the board, right? The the planting the seed, like where does that come from? Like because you know I don't think that anybody, and and I'm you know Murder. let me not speak, uh, <laughs> let me not let me not just do you know, throw a a blanket statement over there, right? Let's do, let's do you know not I don't think that most people, the majority of people, don't wake up with the intention of poisoning their children mentally. And spiritually. Okay. Right. So where does it come from? Where where does the infestation come from? Where does it begin? Well, to be honest with you, you gotta understand the thing about let's take us all back to when we were children. We don't learn by what you tell us. We learn by watching what you do. You can tell me anything, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna sit and look and see what you do, and I'm gonna repeat behavior. If you go to the Bible, what did Christ say? He said he didn't say I do what my father told me. He said I do what I see my father do. It's by example. Everything you do is by example. If you see your children, especially if you have a son, if he's with you all the time, he's going to walk like you. He's going to start talking like you do. His mannerisms become like yours because he's watching you. So everything happens from where you are. That's the seed that you're planting. And if you want this seed to grow and germinate and be, you, your goal as a parent should be that your children are better than where you are. You want to show them more. You don't want them to repeat the same things. This is why I always tell my kids, I went through what I went through 
in life and I'm always truthful to you about what I went through. I don't hide anything. I tell you the truth because I don't want you to repeat the same mistakes that I did. I'm giving you a detour on this roadmap so you can jump ahead. Where I was at 16, you should be far beyond that point. You shouldn't be going through the same struggles that I went through because I already gave you, these are the pitfalls here. This is what you need to avoid. Go this way. And I'm showing you the scars, the war wounds that I had from this, the time that I had to spend somewhere sitting down someplace because I couldn't go anywhere because I decided I didn't want to do the right thing. You know, I'm explaining all this stuff to you to put you in a better light, you know, a whole different perspective. Oh, shout out to my brother Merv. That's Dominic Denois, fellow LIU. Shout out, shout out to Merv. Thanks for Hey, yo, thanks for stopping through and blessing the grown-ups table. Um, e, what, what is it, man? We're, I mean, we, we've talked about it, right? We've come, we've come down on parents, right? We've talked about being punk-ass parents. We've talked about being hypocrites. Uh, we've talked about, um, you know, we're not doing enough as parents, right? But at the same time, right, at what point do we have to take and, and hold the mirror up to the generation that's coming? Right, because you know I can raise you, right? Like so, my, for instance, my father, my father's a devout, devout Christian, right? My father has a, a what's, what's the old Dion Cole joke? He has a he has a cape that says SC and SC stands for Super Christian, right? This dude, every time he was punishing me, bro, he was you know and you know you gotta be like uh, you know and he'd bring up like some some anecdote from the Bible, right? He'd be like, oh, uh, you know. You're having a, a road to Damascus moment. Let me tell you about how Saul became Paul. Okay, check, got it. All right, we're talking about Old Testament. Okay, check, got it. Cool, not a not a not a problem, right? But at some point, right, either what we're saying falls on deaf ears, or like you said, our actions are not lining up. But at the same time, at what point do we begin to hold up a mirror to the people and be like, "Look, man, you, you're messing up here. You can't, can't." Okay, so our children are definitely going to listen to us because we, because we're their parents, and they're going to they they don't have that mirror moment until they fuck up. Like, uh, realistically speaking, like it falls on deaf ears, especially if it's something like the super Christian. Dun, 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 say today, it, it falls on deaf ears until it's until shit gets real, right? I can tell my children, you know, dad did this, dad did that, blah, blah, blah. I used to do this. And, you know, I'm saying I got locked up for the play NBA playoffs. I watched the NBA playoffs from jail once time before. They don't want to hear that, right? Okay, dad, we didn't heard that before. That, that, that mirror moment doesn't happen until they're in a situation. Again, we can stare our children away. We can want them to be better, but... When they're in, when they're in that moment, oh my God, man! I wish my daughter was sitting next to me because she could tell this shit. When she's in the moment, she was like, "You were right," and that's the that's the hold the mirror. That's that mirror moment when she's in the shit. So, so. all right, that's fair. But so you know, in, in today's culture. Um, Jay, I remember, um, what, what was the turning point for you, right? Because you and I have had, like, several, like, 
conversations, right, about life, about you name it. We pretty much have talked about it, right? We go from movies to <laughs> you know, so what, what was what was the turning point? What was the accountability point for you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was the, what was your mirror moment to be like? You know what? I'm, I'm fucking up, right? I, I need to rectify this. What, what what happened? What happened to me was I got sat down. I'm sitting inside a six by four cell. My cellmate walked out. I'm just sitting there by myself, and I had a moment where you had that come with Jesus moment where you're saying, "Do you want this to be the rest of your life?" I walked out onto the tier. I looked around, I looked at all the guys that were there, and I was like, no, I don't. But you were uh, the guys you I already in the with. moment, though, right? You were in the shit. Yeah, absolutely. In, well, knee deep, I'm all in. But it's, it's you know, when, you, when you're out in the street and you're running around, my father wasn't there for me. I knew who he was, I know where to find him, but he wasn't around to guide me. So I took cues from different people, but most of them was just learning what not to do because they were the wrong guys. You know, you, you got the dope head that live on the other side of the project telling you, hey, don't do dope. Don't be like me. And you look at them and you're like, okay, I know not to do that. I'm raised by alcoholics, so they, they're constantly doing what they're doing, and I see firsthand what's going on. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. But it was like, you know, you had to figure this out for yourself. And I sat there and thought about it, I heard about going to prison and getting locked up and all this other stuff. But when I experienced it for myself, it was one of those things was like, this is what y'all keep running back to? This is what you, you spending all the time of your life keep coming back here? It didn't make sense to me. And I was like, you know, I got better things to do with my time. Mm -mm, I'm good. I'm done. And that was it for me. You ain't looked back since. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> Yo, E, we 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 talked about we talked about uh, your come to Jesus moment behind and in Bethesda, Maryland, structure, right? In 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 Bethesda, Maryland, right? Me and you in a pack of black and miles, right? Like, just yeah, working, just working through some shit. You know what I'm saying? We we yeah, we we've talked about that, right? And Jay, you and I privately have talked about it, and E, you and I privately have talked about uh, my come to Jesus moment. I think I'm not sure I put it on an episode, right? But it was it was honestly like for me, right? It was like it took me hurting somebody else. We Not talked about that. We talked about, we talked about no, that. that. That's on where? That's on air. Yeah. That's on air. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. it's on one of these episodes, right? So I talked about that, right? And I, and I was like, yo, like it finally clicked for me. It was like, yo, I never want, I never want to do this to another mm -hmm. person. Like this, this is fucked up, right? Like and and it's one thing to go through life with tunnel vision and to to actually observe something mm -hmm. but to see it is something completely different you understand what i'm saying i can you can observe behavior all day long but to see what somebody to experience about, right in in yeah bro in in 4k bro you understand what i'm saying you you, you see it right so it, it brings the question right so if if society has like a set of a set of norms right or uh something that you can and cannot see and see and you can and cannot do, right? It brings up the question, are we really free? And if we are free, Ooh, what is the shit. price of this freedom? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'm, a vet, I'm a veteran. I paid, I paid some for some freedom. I paid for freedom for, for four, years, nine, four years, nine months, and seven days. 
And I came back, and I, I hear Veterans Day, support our troops. Thank you for your service. But I came back. This is this is the Thursday show. I came back, and I'm still an N-word. I'm still an N-word, right? The, the, when they say the price of freedom ain't free. You're about to experience. So now that we're here in this moment, <clears throat> let me tell you something. Like, it's not, it's not taboo. It's not it's not secret and ain't no motherfucking code to this, right? I serve this country, but still, I'm, I'm, I still, I am, my, my kind is the most hunted in this country. It don't matter, it, it doesn't matter, like, when people see me, they don't see that veteran status. They don't see that honorable discharge with, with recommendations, with awards, with this, with that. They don't see that, right? So freedom ain't free at all. Right. The price the price of freedom is so expensive. You pay it with your life, if that makes sense to y'all. So this whole come to Jesus moment, Jay said it, he was knee deep in it when his celly walked out and he walked on the tear and he like, yo, I ain't here no more. Dewandin said it when he hurt somebody off of the shit he was doing. I don't want to do that to people. My shit. DeWine checked me in 2008, 2009. I got checked on the bullshit that I was doing because I was, I was on some shit. I was on some trash. But that come to Jesus moment took a, plaque, a pack of Black and Miles, but that was $2.67. Right? We all, come, we all have our moments, but... That price of a conversation with a brother, that, con that, 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 that incident that put Jay in the situation that he was in, like, freedom ain't free, motherfuckers. That's, a, that's all I'm going to say on that. Amen. No, that's bars. Oh, no. No, bars, man. But th that's the thing. So, so that, and that's the thing, Jay, like, so you, you got sat down, right? You, you went on vacation, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you was out there, right? And then, you know, like also in your book, like I love how you talked about it, right? You talked about it from the beginning to the end. Because even then you were talking about uh, some new dawn, a new day, what I'm doing bad, right? And then you talked about the great escape, right? So, we, so when, when we start talking about that, right? Now we're talking about freedom, right? And, and so you, you, you have this, this paradigm, right? This, this dichotomy, like you, you have it because your parents are supposed to pour like morals, values, and all these things into you, right? But if they are shaping who you are, then you're truly not free. You're who they want you to be, right? That, that's one yeah. way of looking at it, right? Right? Or is it that they're trying to pass on and give you the launching pad, right, to, to, to jump off? So, so, so my question to you is that uh, when, you, when you said, when you were having that conversation with yourself, you were, you were on vacation, and you're sitting there, and you're like, is this the rest of my life? And you were like, no, it's not. Did, like, some of your parents' influence, like, talking, did it, is, that what, is that what triggered it? Is that what made you ask yourself that question? Or was it, like, something that you developed, like, over time? No, it didn't have anything to do with my parents. It was one of those things where you sit in there facing the world as a man, and you're saying to yourself, do you want this to be the rest of your life? It's a question that you really got to face. You can have this if this is what you want. The choice is yours. Or do you want something better than this? And I wanted something better. 
And like we talking about freedom, free to do what? What is it that you feel you can't do? The only thing that limits you in this life is your fear. Okay, if I could walk out here tomorrow and you're saying, you know, well, this is an area that you can't go down because these people don't like your con over there. I can still choose to go down that way and I could get it in with them. It's the only thing that's going to stop me is fear. Now, just like every other person, if I go hard at them, people will stand back. They hold, okay, he get a pass. Why can't, why can't, because I look at it like this. If one man can do it, why can't I? We bleed the same blood. We walk on the same two feet. We got the same 24 hours in a day. It's just, what do I do with it? That's limiting me from getting to where he got to. I grew up in Marcy. I'm friends with Sean Corey Carter. And I used to sit and have conversations on the bench with him when we were younger. And the same place, we come from the same place. It's just decisions that he made put him in a place where the rapping put him in the room. It's not about the skills that he had from rapping. It's just about what put him in the room. And then the, the fundamentals that we learned in the street is what made him realize that, hey, I could do this too. Ask these people the right questions. Do the right things when you're around them because they're going to gravitate towards you. You the cool guy. They're not cool. They're trash. They, they, they got money, but it doesn't mean anything. Everybody seems reflecting on these people oh, because they have this and that. You're supposed to cower to their status. Why? When was the last time? Which one of these dudes, Warren Buffett, um, Bill Gates, uh, the guy from Amazon, Jeff Bezos, we sit all three of these men in the room. Why do you cower to their status? Which one of them can kick you behind? Shit. <laughs> exactly. So, so again, why are you concerned with just because of the status that they have in life? They can't do nothing to you. Now I can pay somebody else to do it to you, but they can't do anything to you. So this is what I'm saying is that you you when you walk into a room like that, be you all the time, you have the freedom to be you all the time. You can you don't have to cower down to nobody for what? We learn this in the street. If you do that, you pray. We all know this from being in the street. Facts. Facts. No, so so that that brings up a that brings up a, a hell of a question, right? Is there a such thing as keeping it a hundred? And if it is, does that leave room for evolution? And I say that because, right, just like you said, be you all the time. And for those of y'all who didn't catch uh Jay Burrow's name dropping on her. Sean Corey Carter is Jay Z, right? And and Jay Burrow's uh, on the Truth Talk podcast, which is every Wednesday um, on Instagram Live. He, um, he 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 dropped a story one time about Jay Z uh, calling him over to battle some other cat <laughs> from some other project. I'm gonna let you go back and check that episode. Which right? episode where, is where he was talking about that? Right and and go 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 find it. Hey, it's like um, it's like uh, AJ. That's like that's like when um, we were talking about the wire, right? You remember when uh, Carcetti got yep. elected mayor, and he was like, "Hey, on the way here, I found some trash in a park." And he was like, "Which one?" He was like, "No, it was just in a park." 
And then all the city workers. workers out there cleaning every fucking park. So yeah, go 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 find it. Go listen to all these truth talks, man. They're only like fifteen to twenty. 25 minutes, I think, is the longest yeah. one I've seen. Like, definitely go, uh, go, go check those joints out because the man's in there dropping like science, like cold hard science. And if you don't catch it live, definitely catch it on the replay because they definitely stay up there. Sorry, thank uh, you. You know, shameless plug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but so, so back to the question: Does no. is there such thing as keeping it a hundred? And and you know because you you have the you have the Shakespearean mm-hmm. take right to thine own self be true, Wait, in, in which case that, hey, look, I'm keeping it 100 with who I am today, right? But we're talking about morals, and we're talking about identity, and that's how society sees a person. So if you are a different person or you live by a different set of morals, which is doesn't have to be necessarily bad, but if you live by a different set of morals today than you did yesterday, somebody called you phony. Right. And now you, you they, they, they either Ooh. hold your past against you or they, or they, uh, you know, they they limit your future based off the person that you used to be. Like you, you're not even in that in that oh. lane anymore, right? You're uh, listen. I'm I, I grind so hard that my past is irrelevant, right? The only reason anybody knows anything about my past is because I looked in the mirror myself and took accountability for it, right? I told you, I gave you the weapons that you could potentially use against me, but I've made amends for it, I've atoned for it, and I've forgiven myself for it. So now I'm. Let's talk about who I am today and where I'm going, right? So, E, to you, Fuck is there a such no. thing as keeping it Fuck no, I lied three times like? today. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I lied three I lied three hey, times today just to save my motherfucking ass. At work, on the ride home, and uh, before the show. Um, simply because, you know... If you sit up there and you always keeping it 100, you leave no room for improvement. There is no – if you're keeping it 100, you're at perfection. That's a fucking lie. Because you may have knew me, but you don't know the new me. Does that make sense to y'all? Absolutely. All right, cool. Cool. Because, like, yeah, like yeah, no, because yeah. when you said, when you said so, people hold you from what they knew you as from your past, bit, you, you know personally – 15 years ago, I am not the same person that's on this podcast right now. I am, I am not the same person. I am not speaking the same things that I spoke about 15 years ago. And you've watched that growth. So I wasn't keeping it 100 with you because I still had room to grow. I still had room to evolve. What's up? Hey, everybody who's joining Rome. Um, so keeping it 100 is a facade. It's a mask. And people say keeping it 100 because it sounds fucking cool. Don't listen to me. I don't know shit, though. What, what's up, uh, Star? What's up, uh, Ali Cash? What's up, Melissa? Uh, what's up, Onyx H2O? Um, thank you guys for joining the Grown Up Table. Uh, what's up, Marion? Marion? I don't know. Marion. <laughs> Oh, oh, what's up, man? I, I work out with that dude. What's up, Fortune? Um, thank you, thank you guys for joining the grown-up table. Now, so, all right, so, so that's the thing, right? So that's where we are, right? We, we, nobody really keeps it a hundred, right? So, the the morals and the values, right? They're they're all self, they're all self-focused, right? They're all in in the interest of self, right? For instance, I was I was I was on the phone with you 
one of them times that he lied to the state. <laughs> right? we, we, we had a trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blink, blink, blink twice if you're in, if you're in danger. <laughs> but yeah, so not so so that that happened, right? But like likewise, we we all we all uh, waver like in the interest of self, right? So we, we talked about integrity like earlier, right, Jay? You were talking about, like, you know, what you were telling your daughter, right? Integrity, same thing, you know, the right thing when nobody's watching, right? But but who's to say what the right thing is? And this is what we're talking about, right? Here's the, those of you guys that are just joining the room. We're talking about uh, what have I become? We're talking about morals and values, right? And we, 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 we shape them, right? We shape them. So the thing is, right, there's, there's double standards. Right, so we have what society expects of us, and we have what we expect of ourselves. But then it's compounded by who or what we are trying to become, or the rooms that we're trying to play in. For example, um, double standards will have you flexible in terms of what you uh, what you say, what you do, how you act, um, things of that nature. Right, like one of the reasons that, like, uh, what's up, Uncle P? One of the reasons that like I'm, I'm probably one of the most hated individuals on the internet, right? Because I refuse to fucking lie, right? But I have no interest in, in like cottering or, you know, swindling anybody's feelings. And I've been talked to by several people, like several people that are very wise. And 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 this is no cap, right? These these people are wiser. Jay, you were one of them. Hey man, your delivery. Have you ever thought about? You didn't tell me to change it, but you were like, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, perhaps packaging it like this? Right, um, from uh, Yash, shout out to Wine, uh, Wine Time. I've been talked to by um, even you know our old co-host Kendra. Shout out to Kendra. Um, I've been talked to by like a bunch of people have come to me and be like, "Yo, Dewan, like you don't have to be such a fucking asshole, bro." Like they they outright said it. Right, and 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 I thought about it. I took I took it into consideration, and I was just like, "Well, yeah, that's true. I can do that." And I I kind of met to what I thought was the middle ground. Right, I dialed it back to what I thought was the middle ground. Okay, look, um, I went to my what's, what's called a BATNA. For the, I've, I've talked about BATNA on air before, where I was talking about how when you know a hostage or a tense situation goes in, the feds have what's called a BATNA, a bottom acceptable terms of negotiation, where you know they'll they'll be like, hey, look, there's 15 hostages in here, but we're okay if like four of them die, no more than four, right? And if three three or four or less die, then they consider that a successful operation, right? So I, 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 I met that, right? So at the end of the day, I compromised. So in that instance, I wasn't being 100% with myself in the interest of the general public, right? Because of the business that we're in, right? The, the business that we're attempting to make money at. But now that I've adopted it, I'm back to being 100 with myself. I'm comfortable where we are. You understand what I'm saying? So it's flexible. And where, where I was going with that is, significant others right when you're when you're old when your lady comes and she's like hey does this dress make you look fat we lie you might you might hate the fucking dress <laughs> no no i'm, I'm saying this it, it's me that needs, it needs to blink more than once right um or um honey i want to go to uh you know pick pumpkin right right and some dudes enjoy the outdoors but like 90 percent of men don't want to do that shit like we're just all right honey we we're going to act like we had a good time, and we're going to selfie, and we're going to pumpkin patch it out, right? We're going to go, and we're going to do this, right? So in the interest of self, our our one, our vision of 100 changes. 
What do you think, Jay? It's very true. When you, you're doing things for self, it does change. Like he said, there always has to be some room for growth. So you can't be 100% one way. It's impossible. There has to be some flexibility somewhere because if, if not, you've reached the pinnacle of perfection. That's as far as you're going to go. Take me as I am. And usually what happens is you get discarded in life. People don't want to deal with you. Shut up. Shut up. You get brushed off to the side. How many times have we met the person, you know, yo, this is it for me. This is who I'm going to be. I ain't going to never change nobody. This is what it is. Okay. And we don't hang around him no more. <laughs> After that day, when he's admitted all that, we don't hang around him no more. Because why would you? He's only going to be an anchor. He's another chain linked to you. You either cut him off or you're dragging him along. Most of us will say, hey, time to cut you off. Or, or the third option, he actually pulls you down. He so said the anchor. Right. That's what I said. If you're the anchor, he, you're going to either drag him along or you're going to cut him off. It's one of the two. No, no, that's on you. Because if you keep going back and forth with him, you're allowing him into your space. But if you say, listen, from this point forward, hey, what's up, my man? I'm gone. You get two words. That's it. Okay. But at the end of the day, you have to make these kind of choices. And like you said, with your delivery, it's your delivery. We've all had teachers that we couldn't stand in school because they wanted to do it this way, that way, or the third way. But you've also had those who were to your liking because they came to you with a package that was a little bit better for your understanding. But if you took a survey in the class, half like them, half don't. You're not going to please everybody. That's At the end of the day, you can't. It's impossible. Stop trying. Leave it alone. You either like me, you know, you don't. In some situations, we have to compromise. When you're dealing with a significant other, hey, I feel a certain kind of way about you, so I must talk to you a certain kind of way. You know, I'll fluff it up a little bit because there's always a give and take. She want what she want. You want what you want at the end of the day. So morning comes. Dave, let's go here. You don't want to go, but you know tonight's going to come. <laughs> and you want what you want. So I'm going to sacrifice morning because I want what I want tonight. Hey, so, so both of y'all had valid points. Dewan, I think you said it when you said that, like, you have to be 100 with yourself. I'm keeping it 100. So when, so, so that when it's flexible... Even even with it like a significant other, I'm flexible. I'm gonna keep it 100 with myself. I'm keeping it 100 with myself because I'm gonna sacrifice this motherfucking pumpkin patch. I don't give a fuck about pumpkins at all. You see me in a selfie and I'm like this. No, at no, at all because 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 everybody's gonna come to me to sit up here and carve these little ugly motherfucking pumpkins that y'all didn't drew ugly ass faces on, right? But as long as you keep it 100 with yourself, as long as you are being true to yourself when the rooms that you want to be in, right? Whatever opportunities give you that to be in those rooms, granted. Now, if you got to sit up there and I don't, I won't, I won't say code switch, but yo, you in a room with million dollar, multi-million dollar people in this room, I'm not showing up in no t-shirt. You know why? 
because these are the rooms I want to be in, right? But I'm still, I'm sorry. Except for last week. Except for last week when we first when we off, the it was my birthday, so I don't want to hear that shit, and, and it ain't gonna happen again. So, and you ain't give me no memo, even though I talked to you on the phone. You ain't shit for that. You a, you a sorry ass friend for that. But like, I'm gonna keep it 100 with myself always. But when it comes to everybody else, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you me. But guess what? Me will still evolve. So, mm-hmm. excuse me. All right, so all right, so let, let's so let, let let's talk about it. So let, let's talk, actually let me get you guys' reaction to a clip, right? Because right now what we're talking about is adding adding value, right? You, when you're when you're authentic with yourself, and you are authentic with those around you, right? And there's you know there's sometimes there, there's code switching. Listen, I, listen, I don't blame nobody to code switch, right? It, because it's a survival mechanism, right? Nobody talks shit about a chameleon. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks shit about um, what's the snake that mimics the poisonous snake, except for like one one. Yeah, the um, when red touches black, you're dead, Jack. It's the other way around. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. The copperhead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that snake. Nobody talks shit about that snake. Nobody's talking shit about um, you know what I'm saying chameleons. Nobody's talking shit about um, you know any, any anything that that looks like mm-hmm. something else. Right. Um, no, nobody's talking shit about peacocks. Right. They look small until they expand those feathers and you realize how big they really are. Right. Nobody's talking trash because it, it's natural and it's in the interest of self-preservation, which means that you're being true to yourself. So I don't fault people to code switch. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, hey, look, when I'm in this room, you're you're expect- like if you call if you call the 617 number, you can. Hey, uh, thank you for calling the Pinnacle Media Group. This is the one speaking that mail because. Right, like you called it my eight five seven number. I might answer like, "Yo, Willie Moore, you you killing me, chilling." Like, I, you know what I'm saying? This, this is Batman. Like, who who knows? Right, but but like both things can be true at the same time. I can be all business and all childlike at the same time. So I don't really call it a code switching. I just think of it as tapping into another version or another room that's in your 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 house. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you just walk into a different room. I got a point for that. So let's take, for instance, um, people are multifaceted, okay? The biggest reference I can give you to, to that is God. Everybody sees it from their side. It's like looking into a diamond. You turn it one way, you see one thing. You turn it another way, you see one thing. People who are Pentecostal seen it one way. Baptists seen it another way. Jehovah Witnesses seen it another way. Um, Muslims see it another way. Buddhists see it another way. You know what I'm saying? But you keep turning it around, you're going to see many different things. Are you still looking at God? You see what I'm saying? So it's the variations of a person. When you meet a person, if I met you in 88, you're going to be different. I pray to God that you're different (laughs) than when I see you in 2000. If you're still doing the same things that you were doing in 88, in 2000, there's something wrong here. And we don't need to be friends. You know what I'm saying? It's 2022, and you're still doing things from 2001. You haven't evolved. You're not changing. You're not growing. You're not doing anything. You're still the same person. You can't be the same exact individual. You know, you may look a little older, but you can't be doing the same things. 
It's not about code switching or anything. It's about evolving. It's about growing up. When are you going to better yourself? You know, if you're still, me and a guy had a talk at the gym today, and we were talking about it. We're both going to be 50. Well, I'm, I'll be 50 next month. He's already 52. And we were saying, why are you trying to keep up with these young guys that are in the gym? You, you sitting there throwing up heavy weights for what? I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm maintaining what I have right now. I still look good. I still can go out. I could take my shirt off at the beach. I could pull the same chicks you do, probably more, but that's just me because I got verbal game. So I'm good with mine. But I'm saying, why am I competing with a 30-year-old? He's in a problem of his life. If you want to lift 500 pounds, knock yourself out. I'm going to stay over here with my 225, and I'm going to be just as fine as you are. I'm not worried about that. Don't let your ego jump ahead of you. That's the problem with, with a lot of men. We let our egos jump ahead of us. You're still a grown man at the end of the day, whether you answer the phone, hello, this is Duan J, or yo, what up, my dude? You know, it's, it's the same thing. It just depends on who you're talking to. Some people don't understand that. Hey, man, my damn voice don't yeah, like Some it. people won't understand that. You can't speak, you can't speak mathematics with a four-year-old. Doesn't make sense to them. You know, you got to get down to the Blue Clues language. <laughs> you can't go to the hood and talk about rocket science. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. I'm like, yo, that has absolutely nothing to do with me right now. <sighs> so you got to pick and choose. Them bars, right? And, and that's what I'm talking about. And that's where the <laughs> – shut up, Eric. That's, that's where the value – that's where the value uh, of, of you as a person like comes from, right? When, when you're able to um, not necessarily, um, right? Because we, we talked about it at the beginning of this, of this like season, right? We, talked, we have an identity crisis problem, right? None of us really know like who we are, right? And we're all on this journey of like self-discovery, right? Because we're always constantly evolving. Right. So at the end of the day, you don't have 100 percent grasp on yourself, but the journey is so important. But you can add value to your life and the life of other people if you're aware of where you mm. are. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And what, uh, before we get out of here, I want to I want to grab your reactions. I'm going to play a clip and I want to grab your reactions from this clip. Um, let's start with uh, Jay and then E will go to you and grab your reactions. So the clip goes like this what a high-value man requires, but doesn't even really know what a high-value man is. A high-value man is more than money. There's so many ways that you can hit six figures in your career without a college education. You can do it through um, insurance adjusting. You can do it through real estate, and you can do it through trucking. A high-value man is a man with morals and integrity. Let's get into it. Anything that is of value is not easily obtained. So if he's easily obtainable, if any girl can have him, is he really high value or is he just highly desired? Really think about it. The most hey, yo, yo, protect, protect this woman at all fucking costs. God damn it. Hey, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. This lady was dropping bombs, mm -hmm. right? But in order to add value, in order to be high value, right? It's about the morals and values. It comes with a sense of awareness of where and who mm -hmm. you are. So, Jay, talk to Okay, me. I'll give you a perfect example of that. When I first started dancing during my stripping career, um, two years in, 
another dancer from D.C., Texas Outlaw, came to me and he said, listen, there's a difference between being a stripper and an entertainer. When you're an entertainer, you do certain things and watch how your money changes. And you won't do certain things and watch how your money changes. So the key that he was dropping to me was don't run around here sleeping with all these women, even though you can't. Because it's a thing where they're going to pay out more money because you're unattainable. The more you make yourself rare, the less they hear about you with this person, that person, and third person, the more valuable you become to them. And they're willing to pay to get your attention. The more I started doing that, I stopped bringing girls on the stage. I started just doing my own thing. And my show was totally different. And I could package my show and take it everywhere. And I started going everywhere, L.A., out of the country, up and down the East Coast, in the, mid, in the Midwest. I've been all over doing that because they felt that I was unattainable. And when you became unattainable, that's how you became more valuable. Everybody wants something that's rare. You look at a woman, she's beautiful. But if she's been with every dude in the hood, you don't want to be bothered with her. You don't take it seriously, at least. You may smash and go, but you're not going to take it seriously. But the ones that are not low mileage, you haven't seen her with this person, that person, or the third person. It makes her rare, and you put more value on her. <laughs> What's, What's up, up Vanilla? What's up, Tay Tay? Thank you guys for taking a, taking a seat Yo, in front of the table. He talks about so. That woman, again, I say it again, protect that woman at all costs. Any man that is attainable um, ain't worth he's, – he's great value. How about great. that? Walmart brand. Actually, whatever, whatever's below Walmart brand, that's what he is. But when you sit up there – there you go. But when you sit up there and you, and you know your worth and you become rare and you put yourself on the shelf – you put yourself behind the glass, right? Like, like you got to ask somebody to unlock the case just to take a look at it, right? Because you know your fucking worth. Then you add tax. Um, a high-value man is not about, it really, it's not about money. We've said that many a times on this platform, multiple seasons. It took for a woman to say this shit for motherfuckers to start believing it, right? And... A high value man, you ain't gotta like you ain't gotta have six figures to to you ain't you don't have to hit six figures to be a high value man because a high value man is of quality, right? Let me ask y'all a question: Have you ever seen a Bentley commercial? Have you ever Never. seen a Maserati commercial? Why? Never. Why? Because if we don't need you no know, motherfuckers who can motherfuckers who want this don't need to know the commercial to know what it is. They know where to fucking find it. They know where to find it. Facts. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to hit this motherfucker. Go. Nah, so, so the reason I pulled that clip and I asked for your reaction, and, and this is like real quick before we get out of here, I'm going to grab parting shots from you gentlemen. But the reason that, that I pulled that clip was, was because we, we have to be high value to ourselves first, right? And your, your, your mental peace and your mental stability all starts with you understanding where you are and beginning to unpack who you are in your life, right? Because you shouldn't be able to surprise yourself at this point, right? Uh, e, you said it last week when we were talking, no, two weeks ago, 
um, we were talking about who am I. You said that Eric is just who you answer to, but you know what you've done and you know what you're capable of. And Jay, like through this this book, which everybody should have, uh, hit the great man uh, Jay Burrows up in the DM, right? The um, you you experienced uh, you know addiction, right? And you you, you you talk about it. You talk about sitting on, you know, sitting where you were sitting, right? I'm not going to give you a story. I'm, I'm going to make people go mm-hmm. to your channel for that, right? Go to your page for that, right? But the thing is, like, you've told your story, and you've made a complete um, 100% transformation. And the thing is, you have to be valuable and find the value within yourself first, right? And that's why – and that's why we missed the message in today's society, right? Nobody deserves access to my mind. Okay, check. Got it. Cool. What are you doing to protect your peace? Right, nobody deserves value or access to my heart. Okay, cool, got it. What are you doing to protect your heart? Nobody deserves. Okay, cool, got it. But what work are we actually doing? Are we actually doing the fucking work, right, to um, make ourselves these valuable, unattainable people? Because uh, it's one thing to see and to. Um, see the memes, right, to see the, the memes, the moves, the vibes, and things of this nature, and see the quotes, but it's something completely different, something completely different to be able to do the work on oneself and realize what that actually feels like. It's one thing to, to see it, it's one thing to say it, and it's another thing to completely feel it, and once you begin to feel it, you can start to believe it, and then truly nobody deserves access to you and what you're doing. Right or or what you what you have, but until then, everything's attainable. If I can say, if I can send out a tweet and agitate you, I have access. Mm-hmm. If I can, you know, post a picture of something or you know make a comment on one of your posts, if you block me, I've affected you. I'm renting space in mm-hmm. I literally block nobody because it doesn't. It, it's irrelevant. Right. The same thing is true with you, Jay. Right. Like, look, man, if you don't fuck with me no more, okay, watch well, sit back and watch me win. Same thing is true for Judy. You know, you don't fucking you know, want to sit back and watch me win. Right? And, and that's the thing. That's what I was talking about. And then if, if that's the case, if that's the case, then you truly made yourself a high-value person, man mm-hmm. or woman. And the thing about it is, is that, that's where we're all trying to get. But we have to have that reality check and realize exactly where we are. And without realizing where we are, we can't even begin to unpack who we are. But let me grab a pardon shot. Jay Burroughs, talk to me. Pardon shot. Be honest with yourself. Focus on your goals. Um, don't worry about the value of this and the value of that. It's what you put value on more than anything else is costly in this world. So go hard, follow your purpose, follow your dreams, get at it. First off, Jay Burroughs, thank you. I'm about to hit you in DMs after this show. I need my book signed, by the way, brother. Um, My parting shot. Know your worth. Add tax. And then overprice these motherfuckers. Stick to your moral code, your moral compass. And be 100 with yourself, but still have room to grow within yourself. If you're still doing the same shit from 2020... Bitch, you behind. Don't listen to me, because I don't know shit. King of the uncomfortable conversation. I'm out this motherfucker. 
We want to thank you guys for taking a seat at the grown-ups table once again Thursday night. Listen, follow. You know that one guy. You K-N-O, that the number one guy. Right here on Instagram and on Twitter. Follow the Uncomfortable Conversation on Twitter as T-U Combo and the Uncomfortable Conversation right here on Instagram. Follow the man. Bullet of the Bible. Bullet or the Bible. Let me enunciate that correctly. Um, right here on Instagram, get you a copy of the book Porn, The Truth, The Whole Truth, and Nothing But The Truth as you watch a man express vulnerability like no other and then watch the rebound story. See, it's not about where you've been. It's about where you're going. And those that are trying to hold your past against you, it's not going to work. Because men that walk in Christ, men that walk with God, no weapon that formed against them shall prosper. And Jay Burroughs is a walking example of that. If you're looking for my page, for whatever reason, Dewan O'Neill One, right here on Instagram, follow Grown Man Logic over on YouTube and all social media platforms. This has been your weekly shot of sanity. We thank you guys for joining. Margo, take us out of here.